Hi, I'm Katrina Daniel, and welcome to Primetime Crime, a podcast for people who want to know what goes on behind the scenes of the most notorious trending crime stories and what's going on in the minds of those involved in those stories. What are the detectives, the judges, the defense attorneys, and the prosecutors thinking? You'll hear it all on Primetime Crime, the podcast. This is Primetime Crime. I'm Katrina Daniel. Today's topic, something that shocked me. Do you know how many real estate agents have been killed, beaten, and robbed in just the last couple of years? Imagine, there you are, hoping that you're going out to show a home, make some money, help support your family, and somebody attacks you, robs you, or worse. Real estate agents who are primarily female have become targets of stalkers, robbers, angry exes, and con artists who sometimes lure them into empty homes and they're ambushed. My guest, my friend, super agent Roxy Garcia of Sotheby's in South Florida has stories to tell and advice to give. My special guest today is a good friend of mine and a superstar real estate agent, Laura Roxana Garcia, or Roxy, as she's known to me. Um, she's been in the real estate business for, what, 25 years, Rox? 22, yeah. 22, and she is one of Sotheby's, which, as you most know, uh, is one of the top echelon real estate agencies in the country, in the world. She's one of their superstar agents, and she's here to talk to us today about steps that realtors take to try to keep themselves safe. Because if you haven't noticed, lady, a lot of real estate agents have been attacked. So, Roxy, thanks a lot for being here. Thank you for having me here. All right. You've had your share of scares, but first let's talk about your procedure. Tell me what happens. You get a call out of the blue on a house on, let's say, Battersea Road in in South Florida, and you don't know the caller. What are the steps that you take? Well, the first thing you try to pre-qualify the person and see what they want. If they're buyers, they're neighbors, they're curious, you know, they're something that they shouldn't be. And then you just ask several questions that should check. When are you going to buy? Why do you want to buy? Where do you live? Do you want to sell? Where, where is your house? What do you want to sell? And it has to make sense because sometimes it doesn't. And right there, it's over. Then if it makes sense, then you get his car's number, name, and you Google them. Thank God for Google. You Google them, you link them. And you try to see if that's the person that it's coming. So by the time you're going for a showing, you more or less know okay. who you're going to see. Okay. So Google is your best friend at this point. So usually when you go see a house, of course, you have to show it as a listing agent. You have to tell the owners. So they know you're going to be there for an hour or half an hour. You right. tell them how long you expect. And you also tell them that in... An hour, you'll be out. So if you're not out in an hour, chances are they will call you and say, are you out? Is everything okay? That's another thing. Another thing I recommend is that you make friends of the neighbors. You just talk to the neighbors, introduce yourself, and you tell them that you're going to be showing this property. And, you know, I'm going to show, I have an open house for, for two hours. If you see my car after that, you're welcome to come in. Maybe you can call me. I give them my car, my, my telephone number is in the sign in the front. 
And, you know, so if, if I haven't left in two hours, there's maybe something is wrong. So that's another alert. I will tell you that I always had my husband, my daughter on speed dial, and so and 911. So if there's something off, they know that if I call and don't, don't talk, there's something going on and they should look out for me, try to find me. The best thing is to be aware of your surroundings. Be alert. When you go to open a house that's empty, just make sure there's nothing weird. There's not a car with somebody in there. You know, there's now movements that are not familiar to the place. But the time you go show a house, you have seen it many times. At the end of the day, if you're very aware, you don't feel something's right, you just cancel and you leave. Because if you feel there's something wrong, it is. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not like, ah, it's not going to happen. There's nothing wrong or the door is open or anything's not right. Then get out, call 911, call the owners, call your husband, call your son, call whoever the body system, someone in your office, your manager, somebody that will be on alert. Now, do you have cameras? Do you take pictures of their IDs? What do you do? You know, you're walking into a, into a house that you know with a person who at least appears on the surface to be legitimate. What do you do? Well, the first thing I tell them is any comments you have, we'll talk when we get out because there's cameras here. Most of the time there's a ring camera in the front and they don't really know. We don't even really know how many cameras are, if any. There's some people that really like to have cameras and don't tell us, so we don't know. It's not that you're lying, you're just being respectful. I also have in my keychain a little spray of mace because you may they may take the phone, but they're not gonna know what you have in the keychain. So that can help you too. Yeah. Other than that, turn on all the lights, make sure you try to show things during the day, not when you know there's nobody around. And if you're going to show a house that's new, that I had shown many, that is a brand new house that nobody had lived there, make sure you check out everything before you get in. And I never close the door. You never close the front door when they walk no. in? Okay. No, because I put signs in the front, in the corner. Everywhere knows it's an open house. Unless it's summer, which is all the time, I don't lock it. I just leave it a little open so that people know they can come in and they don't know if there's anybody else in the house. Right. I also yes. tell all the owners that they should put all their valuables away. Yes. Do not leave any kind of jewelry. Do not leave any kind of pictures. I try to take out all the personal and family pictures out of the listings because, you know, you never know. And you have a sign-in law, correct, for open houses? Yes, I have signs everywhere. I know, but I mean a book, a sign-in guest book. Oh, yes. They, they have to put in their, either in the computer or in a, on, by paper, they have to leave me their name, their telephone number, and their emails. And if not, I take a picture when they are signing, so I remember who they were. Yeah, but you really have no way of knowing if they're putting down their real name and real phone numbers, you know, or emails. No. You can pretty much make up anything. Not that that matters. No, but it hasn't, most of the time, I mean, to come to an open house when they don't know how many people may come, it's not that easy. Have you ever been scared 
Yes. Tell me about that. The first time I was scared was um, I was shown an apartment, a condominium, and something did not make sense. The answers of this person didn't make sense. But again, that was a mistake. I should have said cancel. But no, we wanted the check, so we did it. I went to show the apartment and I picked him up at a, at a train station because he didn't have a car, he couldn't drive, there was no Uber at the time. Uh, okay. And when we're going up, his answers didn't make sense, but we were on the elevator. And then at this time, I called my husband and I said, I have to take a call, go see the apartment that was open and I didn't go in. Good. In the meantime, I told my husband his name, where I was at, and to please check on me on five minutes. And I kept talking about anything. Well, the guy had a rap sheet like this. Wow. And I just, I mean, it felt that something was up. The other time I had a stalker, and I didn't realize I had a stalker until he started to invite me out and to ask me where he can meet me. And I was like, oh my God. Again, I told my husband, I said, I want you to come with me to the police station. So we went to the police station and the police officer says, we're not gonna open a case because there's like a big pile and yours will go to the bottom and it goes up. Tell me what the policeman did. The policeman said he wasn't gonna open a case. He was gonna call himself right that moment. So he's calling your stalker. Yes, I had to number his texts because I don't know, he was like that weird. And he called him and he was really tough. He says that, where do you meet her from? She's, oh, she's not your friend. Oh no, you, she doesn't know who you are. No, she does. She met me at some, at some uh, open house. Well, end of story, I had no idea who the guy was. And he thought that he was texting me and emailing me for nine months, but I thought they were showing requests and I just, and then he said he was coming to visit me. And I'm like, what? No, who is this guy? And I, so the police officer told him not to ever call me or, or contact me. And if he approached me or contacted me one more time, he was going to go personally and arrest him. I love that police officer. You don't get to see that much personal immediate service sadly we went to the police station and he reacted right away lucky you i'm glad you think the guy was dangerous did you ever do a background check on him no i don't think he was dangerous but you never know they don't have a stamp here that says dangerous right true so i i highly recommend that people are aware of their surroundings check if everything's Everything's good. Listen to your little voice. Listen to the little sense, the instinct that says, uh-uh, something's wrong here. I got to go. Never mind the uh, commission. And it's better to cancel and yes. to not go into a house or call your office and tell somebody, bring me the files for God or just come here or do something that will be a code with someone that you know so that they will come or call the police or something like that. Have someone that it's not gonna be weird when you make a call and they don't understand what you're saying. 
Correct. So I have a have a code phrase or a couple of code words. Now, what advice would you have to young real estate agents just starting out like I know your daughter is? Always told her, tell me where you are. Give me your itinerary. Tell me who you're going to show to and what properties you're going to go to. And make sure that all the lights are on. I make, make sure, try to get them to go in their car and you go in yours. Keep your bling bling home. And just try to show that you're in control, that you know what you're doing. Don't ever show that you'll be scared of anything. And always pretend that somebody's coming or knows that you're there. Like you have a second showing, like your manager is coming to see the house, something that you will come up with if you feel you're in danger. Okay. You can ping yourself, right? In other words, is there a beacon or something that that an agency has done? We have it through Showing Time, which is an app that we use to schedule showings. And once you start the showing, you press um, Showing Beacon that shows that you're showing the property. If after a while it doesn't end, then that's a big flag and that will notify authorities that you're in danger. So you have to let them know that you finished your appointment. Okay, good. Is there like a 911 code or something on that app that says, come help me now, bail me out now? And if so- Well, the beacon is an alert. It's, an alert. it's like an Amber alert. It's like, okay. where I'm in danger. If you're pressing that and you hold it, for a couple of seconds, it's pretty new. But if you hold it for a couple of seconds more, then it's it's like an amber alert. Anything else I didn't ask you that you think is important for people to know about precautions that you can take in your business? Just be aware of what you're doing. Be aware of who's around you. Be alert. I mean, if you're alert and you're seeing something that doesn't make sense, get out of the situation because once you're in it, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah. And, and I like the thing that you said at the beginning of this interview, when you said, I introduced myself to the neighbors. And even if you just come up with some BS excuse, I just wanted to let you guys know, I'm, I'm showing a house from, uh, you know, 115 to 130 today. Um, my car is parked in train. I hope you don't mind, you know, just Uber. If somebody has parts in, their, in your spot, but you know, we should be out in half an hour. If you don't, if I'm not in half an hour, can you call me? Yeah. It's my yeah. car. Yeah, I, I just think there needs to be more proactive precautions rather than reactive because most of the precautions in place right now are for after something happens. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I would like hire the biggest guy I could find to come with me. Yes, but when you do four or five yeah. shows a day and then you can't have a person all day with you. Now, you're having a big open house. You have many yeah. You have a catering, you have the mortgage broker that's offering his parts. And then, and you know, it's not, Miami is not a place where you're going to be secluded from the rest of the people. So yeah. when you have someone that you expect a lot of people for security of the house and for your security, you can't, you have people. But showing one-on-one, -on -one, you always ask, are you coming with your wife? with your with your partner who who else is coming right 
So you want to know because the owners want to know who's coming to see. So you get the numbers and the names. Do you take pictures of their driver's licenses? If I can, if I can, I would. If I, sometimes you can't. It's yeah. just there's too much going on. Right. There's usually cameras everywhere. The neighbors yeah. ring bells. But you have to be aware. Yeah. Be aware. I think that's the bottom line. Roxy Garcia, thank you so very, very much. I appreciate your joining us for this. And good luck. And I know you'll knock them dead as you have been doing it. Thanks for listening to Primetime Crime, the podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Primetime Crime and on Instagram and Twitter at Primetime Crime underscore. Post your comments and tell us what true crime stories you'd like to hear about. Subscribe to Primetime Crime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Thanks a lot.